Today's show is pre-recorded. Show will. Uh, good morning, everybody. You are listening to the voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only, Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Man, oh man, oh man. How good is God to me? And uh, part of the mission and the reason that I have a radio show is to is to become a sharer more and more of a sharer. You know, um, I used to hear my mother say it to me all the time. But God blesses you to become a blessing. And I think the more you understand that about yourself, I think the more blessings will flow your way. I think that once you understand the principle that, uh, you know, it, it, but it's kind of tied together with some other scriptures, and I'm not too knowledgeable about them, of course, as usual. But I do know what I've heard, you know. And, you know, if you look at something simple as do unto others as you would have them do unto you, uh, wouldn't you want somebody to help you if you needed help? I just know how to get it down there to where I've been able to understand it. If, if, if there's a scripture similar that it says, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Or if that's, you know, in a prayer, would not you want somebody to help you if you needed help? You've heard you reap what you sow. Do you understand that if you sow discord, that discord is going to come your way? That if you hate, hate going to come your way. If you blog nothing but negative comments about people, your life will be filled with negativity. If all you do is talk about people, then guess what? Somebody got to turn that gun around and talk about you. See, it, it just stands to reason. So what I've learned in my life and through all the, the 
trials and tribulations that I've had is to take those lessons and share them with people in case you ain't heard it from somebody else. See, sometimes, and the reason it seems like I'm redundant at times, is which I am, is because I'm always trying to find a different way to say the same thing. Because it's a funny thing, man. You got to hear it a certain way for it to click with you. How many times have I heard a saying and then I heard it a different way that it clicked with me? You know, I've heard uh, this saying right here. Remember this now. Everybody's not happy for you. We've all heard that, right? Everybody's not happy for you. Well, that's very simple. That, I don't need no explanation. That simply means of all the people you know or do not know, when something happens to you and you're celebrating it, everybody's not going to join in on the celebration. That's all that is. But then you take it one step further. My father used to say something to me all the time. He said, son, everybody come with you, can't go with you. I didn't get that when I was 15. Everybody come with you, can't go with you. He said, you're going to lose some of these friends you got along the way. But I don't care where you get in life. Know this right here. Everybody can't go with you. If you are constantly trying to improve yourself, you constantly have to take assessment of the people around you. Because if you are going to continue to go and continue to grow, then guess what? You got to have people that's on the go and willing to grow. Or else, guess what? You're going to learn a valuable lesson. You know, the late uh, boxing promoter, Butch Lewis. I was talking with Butch Lewis one time. And uh, man, what a good brother, man. He said, every successful man is doing what I call, he got rope work to do. He got rope work to do. He got to put in work on rope. And I'm sitting there listening to Butch Lewis and all the money he had made and all the people's lives he had changed and all of the moves he was making and his and incredible skills as a negotiator on behalf of some very, very wealthy people. He was just an, an amazing man with no education, but he read everything. He Butch Lewis read all the, all the papers, all the periodicals. That brother knew everything. He said, uh, you got to put in rope. And I was sitting there listening. He said, here's the analogy, little brother. He said, you are on rope. There's a thick rope. You have on no shirt. You have on some tattered clothes. You have on no shoes. Your shorts is cut off just below the knee, and they tatted. You got dirt on you, and you're sweating. There's this huge, huge raw rope over your shoulder. There's burn marks on all of your shoulder. Connected to that rope is a wagon. That wagon has all your weight on it, all your responsibilities, all the people you're responsible for, all your children, your wife, your family members, your employees, your, your co-workers, your friends. They all on that wagon, man. They just sitting there. He's saying what you got to do is you got to pull that wagon up the hill. Now, only thing with it is can't nobody help you pull your wagon. You pull your wagon alone. He say, now, what you can do along the way of pulling your wagon is you can find yourself a good wife, a good woman. He say, now, what that woman does is she get down off the wagon. She fan you while you pull it. She put water on you while you pull it. She put stuff in your mouth while you pull it. She kick rocks out the way while you pull it. But she... 
but she pulling for you. But she is equally as important as you are on the pull of the rope. He said, you hear me clearly now, young soldier. He said, nah, get this here. He said, it's people on your wagon that you're responsible for. But you want the people on your wagon to help you get your wagon to the top. So what you hope is that they got their foot hanging over the side, pushing. They got one leg over the back or maybe both legs over the back. Pushing. They got they might have their butt on the wagon, but they push you with both legs. They back facing your back. Maybe some of them facing you, but one of them got left leg hanging over trying to push. And you hope that all them people on the wagon you pulling is back there at least trying to help the wagon get to the top of the hill. Here go your problem though. Everybody ain't pushing. Everybody ain't pulling. Ain't everybody ain't pulling. Everybody ain't kicking rocks out the way. You got some people on your wagon that's just laying on the wagon, drinking lemonade, looking at you, talking about how long it's taking you to get your wagon up to the top, looking at you, talking about why this wagon's so slow. Then when you start picking up, picking up speed, they want you to pull harder, you to pull faster, you to pull more. Then they want you to throw what you done earned on the way up the hill back to on the wagon so they can have more. But guess what? They ain't helping you get more. But they got a sense of entitlement that since you got more, they should have more. Everybody come with you, can't go with you. Sometimes you got to kick the people off the wagon that ain't pushing and pulling and say, hey, man, I'm sorry. I thought I could do this with you and I thought you was going with me but it's clear to me you ain't nothing but dead weight and it ain't my responsibility to carry dead weight anymore I have carried you as long as I have to carry you you are no longer my responsibility I'm responsible for my family my wife my children I'm not responsible for you you got to get off my wagon because I'm a man on rope I'm on a mission baby I'm pulling you're listening to the Steve Harvey morning show here I am, and here I be. You are listening to Steve Harvey. It's morning time. It's early we rise. We ain't got this the other time. All of these verses ain't got to rhyme. Cause that ain't what I do at this time. It's early, it's morning, and here I am for you. Come on, everybody, watch what we do. It's the morning show, hell yeah. It's the morning show, hell yeah. Last time. It's the morning show, hell yeah. I lied, one more time. It's the morning show, hell yeah. (laughs) Shirley Strawberry, Carla Pharrell, Junior Kill Spates, the magnificent nephew, very confused with his looks. <laughs> Tommy. Very confused. Top, 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 top. Yeah. 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 Good morning, Tuesday. Got it. Morning. Happy Tuesday. <laughs> election yeah. day. We got work mm-hmm. to do today. Got a job to do day. today. Yes, mm-hmm. we do. Yes, we do. Got to get with it. Yep. Yeah. Got to vote. Uh, oh. Let me ask you something. You know what you just did right there? That's that's talent. Uh-huh. You know how you did? That was talent right there. That's talent. It's it's it's, it's gift. Singing. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, no, all no that. it's not no, singing. It's the whole thing. Oh no, no, it's, no. It's not the singing. No. It's the, it's the nerve. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 
enlighten yeah. me. <laughs> yeah, it's the nerve to sing in that tone first thing in the morning without asking nobody. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's what that's what the talent come in, the nerve of you. <laughs> yeah. Go yeah. ahead, Jesus. So so uh, so when is a good time? Because I need to probably take this advice. When's a good time to tell somebody they have no talent in the Pacific field? Well, I've I've Pussy. tried to make it a point Definitely to notify know. people of that on a daily basis. <laughs> I try not to let a day go by without telling somebody to stop. Yeah. This ain't what you do. You yeah. know. Now I'm not a troll or anything like that on the internet. I choose to let people live their life. But if you come into my personal space thinking that you have a particular skill set and I recognize that you don't, but you continue to come over to my house in my space with it, I must stop you. Because see, someone, I am not the church. The church says, come as you are. Uh, And and God loves you just the way you are. Clearly, I am not the Lord. And I don't love you just the way you are. I love you if you fix a couple things first. But I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't do that. I don't yeah. love you just the way you are. No, you got to fix a couple things before you come back over here. So, you know, if you come over to me and you're a little strong, I stand off. I say, hey, man, you need to do something with yourself. And then I hand him. You know, a pack with cologne on it, Old Spice deodorant, you know, toothbrush, toothpaste. I I don't just tell you, I will give you a way to fix it. Coming up at the 32 minutes after the hour. uh, It's my job. (laughs) We're going to start the show off with Tommy's Run That Prank Back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time to start your morning off with Run That Prank Back and the nephew. What you got for us, Nev? Can I borrow your pool just for a few hours? Let me borrow your pool. Let's go, cat dog. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach uh, Daba. This is she. Hey, Daba, how you doing? This is Kendrick. Uh, I live in the neighborhood. I got got your number for one of the neighbors. What? Which neighbor? Do you know Louise that lives, yeah. I guess, a couple yeah, couple yeah, doors yeah, down yeah, from I you? I know Louise. Louise. Yeah, I know Weezy. Okay. Listen, I got a bit of an issue here. I'm I'm not actually on your street. I'm a, I'm a the next street over, but uh, Louise told me that you might be willing to help me out due to the whole, uh, you know, pa- <laughs> okay, yeah, due, due to the whole pan- all right, due to the pandemic situation, the clubhouse is actually closed. It is, and mm-hmm. you know nobody's able to use the gym, nobody's able to use the, the pool or anything like that until all mm-hmm. of this kind of, kind of passes over, but. My son's birthday was actually, his birthday party is scheduled for this coming weekend. And we now don't have a pool to use. And we wanted to see if you didn't mind letting us borrow your pool on Saturday and uh, and have my son's birthday party. Only a couple of hours. You know, it ain't but like 15, 20 kids. 15 to 20 kids? Are you in the yeah. United States? Do you understand what's going on? I don't know why Louise told you that. I'm so far. I'm just going to apologize for her. I don't know why she told you anything like that, but I'm not lending out my pool to no 15 to 20 kids. Now, we had a small gathering the other week, but it was only three people, and I guess she saw that, and I told her that, you know, it was a birthday party, but that don't mean I'm lending out my pool to people. That's not what it means. And that was a family member, and I don't even know you. So for her to even give you my number was kind of goofy. 
You know what I'm saying? So I okay, okay. So that. so wait, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. We already know yes. it's, it's, it's that we in a pandemic. I got that. Yeah. But I mean, you know, my son finna turn ten. You know what I mean? So I mean, I don't want to tell my son that we're not gonna have his pool party. I mean, I'm just asking you for a couple of hours, and it ain't but twenty kids. Yeah, but you know I'm what I mean? Nothing to do with you or your son, baby. I'm sorry. Like you're gonna have to find. Why don't you go to a hotel or something like that, and maybe you can like rent out their pool or something. But I'm not lending my pool to anybody. And right now things aren't cleared up. I don't even know if I'm allowed to. And you talking about fifteen to twenty people in my house, and I don't even. I'm talking know about. You? I'm talking about fifteen to twenty, and then she told me you would be, you know, you would be straight with me using the using your barbecue grill or whatever, so I could do some. Hot dogs for okay, the kids. Okay. So well, uh, okay, well, sir, I'm sorry. I think Louise got the wrong idea. You know what? That's this what this is what explain. this is what's wrong with black people right here. Now you can go ahead, like I said, and maybe call one of these hotels or motels and see if they can let you use their pool. You're not using my pool, sir. I don't know why Louise gave you my number. Probably I don't know why Louise gave me your number either. If you're gonna sit here and act a ass about it. Uh, Okay, I, on this note, I'm just going to end this call because you're taking it too far. Okay, you have. Now, you know what? Think. You know what? I'm gonna do. Uh, what I'm not gonna do is deny my son. I'm just gonna you come over to there. Deny your son, but I, they don't have nothing to do with me. I don't understand. I'm just gonna what you don't understand. I'm coming over there throwing my pool party for my son anyway. I'm not finna not. Louise already told me you was cool, and now you gonna act like you not cool. Louise said I'm cool because I am cool, boo boo. But I'm not cool with you. I don't know you. Okay, so if you I told you I'm Kendrick from one street over, I told you who I was. I don't give a flying who you are. It doesn't matter. I don't know you well enough to let you use my pool. You're not using my pool, and that's the bottom line. So you, my son, my son Justin, don't turn ten, but one damn time. We all just turned ten one time. What are you talking about? I'm not from. I'm not finna not have no pool party for my. You try them white people and see if they let you use their pool. It's other people around here. You got John across the street from me. Ask him see if that white can let you use his pool. You coming to me talking about this white black people can't do sh and all this kind of stuff. It ain't about being black. It's about being safe. You're not coming in here. I don't know what kind of antibodies you got. I don't know if you had COVID. You ain't even saying no sh like that. You ain't even tell me whether all y'all been tested. All the kids been tested. Can you tell me? Hey, that? hey, 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 hey. Listen, listen. Dive, no, no. Uh, this hey, uh, hey, is what I'm going to tell you. I'm there Saturday at noon. Yeah. I ain't going to be for Good two hours over there. That's, Good luck. What? Yeah, guess what? I'm a clack, clack, reach your back. You come to my house pulling up with some kids, you're going to catch a bad one. And I will have the police here. Wait, what time is the party, baby? Because I will have police here. Wait, you're not coming in my yard. You got people out here getting killed for dumb shit. Less than that. So look, look, you know what, dog? I, I don't even want. I don't, I don't want to argue with you. Just give me your address you so I can let everybody know where they're going. Just, you know what? Good luck finding my address. Get it from Louise so I can f her up. Then I'm going to you up too. And I'm going to your kids up too. Let them little nappy headed kids come in my yard and see what happens. Okay, 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 okay. So, so, so what about your neighbor, Patricia? Ask Patricia. Call Patricia. That's on Patricia. Ain't got nothing to do with me. Just like this party ain't got nothing to do with me. I don't know, Justin. I don't know you. You calling people, getting adamant and nasty about using somebody's pool with all this going on? Man, I'm not trying to put my life at risk for you. F Louise. F you. Okay? Bye. Okay. Okay, hold on, hold on. Can I tell you something else, though? Can I tell you what Patricia told me? What? Patricia told me to call you. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Patricia got wait, me wait, to wait, prank wait. phone call.
minute. But you, this, this, this is, is this is nephew Tommy, Steve Harvey oh Morning Show. Your next door neighbor Patricia got me to prank phone call you. Matter of fact, oh Patricia and Louise. <laughs> I hate both of them right now. And I I was talking to Louise, and she kept saying, oh, so you just having parties. It was three little people in there. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love your show. I love your show. Oh, my. I'm so confused right now. I was going, I was like, I'm going to get my pool covered. Like, this is crazy. Let me I can't even so. breathe. <laughs> oh, my God. This is crazy. And you got me. You got me. I got you, you got baby. Me. 2020, oh baby, tell me this. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Woo! Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> 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 yeah. All right, nephew, thank you. Coming up next, it is Ask the CLO, Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey in the building right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, just a reminder that today is Election Day. Please get your voting plan together and go vote. We need you right now. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have some trending entertainment news. Jada Pinkett Smith clears up her sex life controversy. (sighs) Why does she keep talking about it? What is the problem? (laughs) We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. And then Shaq tells his kids, we ain't rich. I am. Okay. (laughs) We'll talk about all of these stories at the top of the hour. But right now, it is time for Steve's favorite segment. It's Ask the CLO, Chief Love Officer, ready for your love questions. This one is from Cammie in Detroit. Cammie writes, I'm a 33-year-old married woman, and a few days ago, I found a bag in my husband's truck with a towel, two pair of boxers, and body wash. My husband doesn't work out, so I asked him why was the bag in there. He said that sometimes he can't make it to the bathroom at work, so he keeps a change of undies in his car just in case. What? Uh, I don't know if I should believe him or not, but he does have a sensitive stomach. (laughs) Is he lying? (laughs) No, no, that's probably true. Save him, Steve. That's probably true. You know, I don't know how old he is. I know. Well, he got a sensitive stomach. That's what she oh, said. Huh. And all he got is a change of underwear and some body washing there and stuff right here. You got, you know, you don't know how it's going. <laughs> you know, see, ladies, you all have never really like like urinated on yourself a lot. You know, to where where it's staying and you got diaper rash. You got to get that off you. You know, especially when you get older. You know, you've been drinking and stuff like that. You got Hennessy in that urine. You got you know, penicillin in that urine. <laughs> You got stuff. You got you got stuff in there. You got you got antibodies in that urine. You got you took a vaccine. That's some of that's in the urine. You know, you got all this stuff in this urine, man. You got you got to deal with what's in that urine. That urine, come on. You been eating asparagus? You know all in there trying to stay healthy and all this. You got stuff in here, man. You urinating is just just be burning, man. You got to get some soap on you, man. So I'm all no. I think the man is right right there. You 33. I don't know how your husband is, but he can't hold his water good. At least it's his water, you know. He's in a man just defecating on himself. That's why he's going to have to get God. another job, okay, right? He can anybody finna do that, but he'll pee on himself on. a lot, though. Just tell him to wear dog pants. Don't wear them khaki pants to work. I'm telling you right there. He's going to be stuck you, in Cammie. the bathroom for a while. Just <laughs> want right, to let uh, you know. All right, go ahead, Shirley. La- I'm going. Lauren <laughs> in Alabama uh, says, five years ago, my husband called me from work and said that he wanted a divorce. He said he had found his soulmate and he wanted to be with her. I had no idea at first that a soulmate is our church member. 
I know for a fact that she may still be married to an older man at the church, and he still pays all of her bills. I've been doing some spy work, and I'm about to give them a big, both of them, a big wake-up call. Am I being evil, or should I do it? Well, I really would like to know what the big wake-up call is. I mean, if you think she's it's, it's a friend of yours from the church, and she's still married to an older man, and he called you from work and just said, hey, I want to be with my soulmate. You know, I'm, I want a divorce. And it kind of threw you off a little bit. But he don't want you. That's clear. Clear. So, you know, I, I mean, look, I could tell you to just leave it go, but you ain't. You got some information. You're going to drop a uh, bombshell. I just need to know where you're going to do it. Are you going to do it at his job? You're going to do it down at the church. It'll probably have a lot more. Why well, you need to know where it's going to be at, though? Yeah, because that that determines the bigger the size of the bombshell. On his job, it won't create that big a ruckus because by HR has to stay out of his personal life. But if you do it down at the church, they is your personal life. You know, church <laughs> people ain't got no laws down they there. They are. The They're going to run that up to they're going to run that up the flagpole. <laughs> I would leave it alone and just realize he don't want you. Because, yeah. I mean, when you do that, he still ain't going to want you. Yeah. Now, you done done some research. Go ahead. What, some Ann? people feel like they want to fight for their marriage. This ain't the marriage you finna fight for. Mm-hmm. He don't want you. He done Clearly. found his soulmate. If a man call you and tell you that, hey, you can't fix that. Mm-hmm. You're not finna all of a sudden, you finna, he finna change his mind and you the soulmate. Girl, go on about yourself. Get your life. All right, Lauren. All right, moving on to Captain in Hoboken, New Jersey. Captain says, I'm 66, and I recently moved in our in a, a senior living community. I have a female next door that keeps coming on to me, and I think she's a beautiful woman, but she's got to calm it down. Let me pursue her. I'm old school, and I love the chase. I like to pretend I still have it, and she won't let me. I feel like the roles are reversed here. How do I calm this old mouse down so the cat can hunt his prey? Help me out, brother. <laughs> well, let me help you out, dog. See the part where you say you had to pretend like you still got it? You don't. Mm-hmm. It's okay. If you got to <laughs> pretend that you still got it, it's because you don't. Now, dog, things change. I got you old school, and you want to calm this cat down, and she beautiful, and she coming on. She in the center citizen home. She's attracted to you. Y'all ain't got no whole lot of time left. I don't know how old you are, but you done moved your ass in a senior citizen home. I don't know how much time they got left, but I, can t- I do know this. When what? you move into a senior citizen home, you have lived longer than you got left. I can the damn near about promise you. Well, I ain't saying it's near, but you got your future is way shorter than your past. I can yeah. promise you that. Okay. So now, and she know that. You don't know what's wrong, dog. I'd go and enjoy my new life. You got a new yeah. life. You a senior citizen, dog. This new for you. You being hunted. Get caught. <laughs> Show old ass next door. So I can let her calm this mess down so I can act like I'm doing something. I want to pretend like I still got it. You don't still got it. You don't got the keys to where you used to stay. You ain't got the money you used to have. You don't drive the car you used to have. You ain't got the wardrobe you used to have. You ain't got the swagger you used to have. That's why your ass is at that old folk home now. Because you ain't what you was. You don't get it. Now stop this. Damn, dog. Open that damn door and let that old fine ass chick in. (laughs) 
He wants to chase her. He said help him out. So I guess you Dog, him get, open the door, let her in, and run around the apartment. Chase her like that. That <laughs> other thing you used to do is over. You slow now. Damn, All right. dog. All right, Captain. All right, Javarius in Ohio says, I'm 26 years old. My father remarried over a year ago, and I just can't seem to warm up to my stepmom. She's in her early 30s, and I can't do anything. She can't do anything like my mom did, especially cook. My father is insisting that I spend Thanksgiving with them this year, but I'd rather be with my grandparents since I know my grandmother can still throw down in the kitchen. This is my favorite holiday of all, and I don't want it ruined. What excuse can I give my dad so I don't have to go? Hey, Dad, I'm going over to Grandma's house. You know, they ain't got much longer to live. I was listening to Steve Morning Show, and it was an old man that wrote in to him and told him that he got a lot lot less left than he had in his past. I know Grandma and him don't have much left, and so I'm going to go and spend some time with them. You know, and hey, Dad, why don't we go over there? Why don't we all spend the time over there with our grandparents and show them that we love them and everything? Unless them the grandparents on your on his mama's side, then you Don't can't like bring her ass over there because mm-hmm. they're gonna they poison like her, her and then she'll be out. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, CLO. That's it, Javarius. That's what you're gonna have to do. <laughs> Thank you, CLO. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have some I ain't entertainment. Thirty-year-old that can make a good ass Thanksgiving dinner. Right after this, you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, guys, you would think, you would think that Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith would have gotten enough with their entanglement controversy. We all remember that. But no, uh uh-uh, they're still at it. Uh, This time, it's because of her latest Red Table Talk. Uh, Jada and her guest, Gwyneth Paltrow, were discussing their sex lives. Jada said that she and Will got married very young, and she also mentioned accountability on both sides, just knowing what your partner wants. Well, some people assume that the conversation had to be about the Smiths having bedroom problems. Jada claimed that her words were taken out of context, and she hopped on Twitter to clear it up. Jada said, only because I got time today. This is what she tweeted. Stop making up headlines. Watch the Red Table Talk I did with Gwyneth Paltrow for yourselves. Will and I have never, all caps the word never, never had an issue in the bedroom. Thank you. Okay, Why do Jada. we keep? <laughs> Why do we have to know? Yeah, that's my problem. I don't want to know. And the, and the visualization is just killing me now. It just keeps <laughs> popping in my head. Yeah, you thinking of I Am Legend? <laughs> that. Bad boy. Yeah. <laughs> With a little bit of I Robot. It's all a whole lot. Independence Day, everything's all twisted in there. <laughs> right. And, and naked. <laughs> ah. Yeah. No comment, Steve. <laughs> I mean, you know, I don't I don't you know, sometimes it it's just makes me glad uh-huh. that I'm married to who I'm married to. I mean, you know. Whatever we deal with, we deal with, you know. And our marriage is not for public consumption. No. And we and we try to make it that point. I mean, and you're I a very you know, public but you got these little, well. mm-hmm. yeah, but you got these little public platforms where you don't talk about it. Well, it's something we ain't talking about. <laughs> then you want to ask me something about my kids? I tell you. Uh-huh. 
I don't give a damn. Yeah. So that's what you. But after about. that. Yeah. Come on now. No, I man. You're not in my. You're not in my uh, bedroom with my wife, though. That, that's we. Oh. We're not going to talk about that. Don't ask me a damn thing about it. <laughs> All right. All right. Who so, um, in other news, uh, NBA Hall of Famer Shaquille O'Neal. Uh, wants his children to understand something, okay? He wants them to understand that they cannot get a free pass just because their dad is rich and famous. Take a listen. My kids are older now, and they're kind of upset with me. Not really upset, but they they don't understand. Because I tell them all the time, we ain't rich. I'm rich. (laughs) Bottom line. (laughs) There it is. (laughs) The way Shaq sees it, it's his kids. Um, they have to get their education. And he went on to say, I tell them I'm not going to hand it to you. You got to earn it. For the record, Shaq is estimated, Steve. His net worth is $400 million. So almost ah, half a billion. Shaq's Woo! a bad boy. Mm-hmm. No, Shaq got a lot of money, man. All yeah. these commercials you see uh, Shaq on, oh, he's yeah. not just on yeah. commercials. Shaq yeah. owns things. He mm-hmm. owns so in Huge to portions being the of Papa John's. He, mm-hmm. he, he, he owns Icy Hot. He mm-hmm. owns oh, Shaq. Not a pitch man. Oh, Chris, yeah, he's no man. Shaq is in equity, and all the, all the stuff you see Shaq in, he's uh-huh. an equity player mm-hmm. and owner. Mm-hmm. Yes. No, he's. I, I I know one of the deals he cut. I wish I had that deal. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I had that deal. Y'all don't, but I do. <laughs> Well, what do you think about him? What he said about his kids? I know. <laughs> y'all ain't rich. I, ain't I say rich. that. I've said that a million times. I was wondering. Really? No. 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 Me and your mama got money. <laughs> y'all got Because when I told, I told you that time I took went shopping for school. Mm-hmm. And uh, I told him to go over there. I was in the mall with him a long time ago. And I told him to pick out a, a pair of gym shoes. We getting shop school shopping. And I went over to Sunglass Hut and was buying some sunglasses. I came back, bought me three pairs of sunglasses. I come back over, there's about six pairs of shoes up on the counter. Mm-hmm. I said, hey, man, uh, so which one of these you going to get? I couldn't decide, so I'm going to get all of them. I said, well, okay. what part of get a pair of shoes? <laughs> one pair. A, a mean one. Mm-hmm. A is yeah. singular. I remember that from taking English. He said, but daddy, I don't understand. So you right on this. <laughs> yeah, I know about this. I ain't even pay attention a lot. I said, but I said that he said, but daddy, I don't understand. We got the money. No, 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 no. no we no, we we ain't got nothing. I I got money. You're mm-hmm. the poor person in the family. <laughs> I don't know if it struck you. So I got money. You're the poor person in the uh-huh. family. No, you're poor. You don't work. You don't go to the house, you don't earn income. That make you're poor. You have zero income. You're poor. And that's okay. Now I give you things, but I give you that. But if I stop giving it to you, you right on back to Poe. <laughs> with with a decision I can make. Yeah. And I started teaching my kids security is only that which you can provide for yourself. Mm-hmm. Everything else is not security. Mm-hmm. Security is only that which you provide for yourself. Even in the music industry, even in television, even in basketball, if you don't provide it for yourself, that's not real security. If somebody can cut you, if somebody can cancel you, if somebody can fire you, that's not real security. So my suggestion is when you get the money from whoever can 
whoever pays you for whatever you service it. That money that you get to keep bears your security. Everything yeah. else is false sense of security. Okay. I can't tell you how many times they didn't cancel the show of mine. <laughs> I had to go find something else to do. Mm-hmm. Get your own security, your own independence. All right, thank you, Steve. Coming up at 20 minutes after, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, here we go. Carla is here with today's music news. Thank you, Shirley. Okay, guys, Jay-Z is still trending. We all know the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame held its annual induction ceremony this past Saturday night in your hometown, Mr. Steve Harvey, in Cleveland. Uh, Carol King, Tina Turner. Yeah. Yeah, Jay-Z, what? they were all inducted. And Jay-Z, he had a funny speech. You know, it was it was long, too. He talked about his love of hip-hop. Uh, he did a huge shout-out to LL Cool J. He was like, we did it, Brooklyn. You know, shouting out <laughs> to Brooklyn. And then Jay-Z, he uh, mentioned his current lawsuit. Take a listen to part of his speech. And hopefully I'm informing the next generation that, you know, anything is possible. I don't know what's next. In fact, I do know what's next. I gotta go to court Monday. It's good and bad. It's good and bad. Life is about balance, but you know, tonight we're gonna enjoy tonight. I appreciate this honor. Sorry for this long ass speech, but I had to get it off. They gave a lot of love to Jay-Z. Love, love, love him. So, you know, if you don't know, he is currently being sued by a perfume company. Um, They claim that Jay-Z... Yeah, this was was a while ago, though. I think Mm -hmm. back in 2013. They claim that Jay-Z failed to make an appearance to promote a celebrity perfume called Gold Jay-Z. So Jay-Z has been going to court, wearing his suit, wearing his Mm -hmm. mask. They put him on the stand, and the lawyers asked him about his contract, Mm -hmm. about, you know, doing the appearance for the perfume, and Jay-Z said, he testified, I did not read the contract. I am not a lawyer. We've all been guilty of that at some point. Right, and he's, he went on to say, my lawyers probably explained the deal to me. The jurors, they said, were giggling. They were just <laughs> laughing at Jay-Z because he was like, look, I'm not no lawyer. I didn't read the contract. And Jay-Z is now, he's countersuing uh, the perfume company for over $2.7 million because they he said they failed to pay him. So it's back and forth, back and forth. Come on, Jay. But you know, the thing about being (laughs) famous, man, is you're under such scrutiny and attack constantly. I think think that the average person will be stunned at the Mm -hmm. amount of uh, lawsuits that come your way that you end up fighting, that -hmm. you end up trying to get resolved and dissolved. It's just amazing, man, how the average person unjustifiably go after successful people because... They think they can get something. And here's the main MO they use. Let's sue him and see if he'll settle. Because settling is better than going through the aggravation of the court and paying your expensive lawyers. Mm. All right, Carla, thank you. Coming up at 34 minutes after the hour, stay woke. Today is election day. We'll talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
Today is election day. Stay woke, Steve Harvey Nation. We, the people, will be casting our votes for governors, mayors, and state amendments. Why do you need to vote today? Because much of the governing that affects you every single day is the result of these elections, okay? They are tight gubernatorial races in Virginia between Governor and Democrat Terry McAuliffe versus Republican Glenn Youngkin. If you live in New Jersey, re-elect Democrat Governor uh, Phil Murphy. There are heavy mayoral races in New York, Atlanta. Uh, Kasim Reed is running yet again for mayor in Atlanta. And uh, Buffalo and um, in Minneapolis, where George Floyd's murder touched off a national push to reform law enforcement, a sweeping city charter amendment that would overhaul the city's police department is at stake. And if passed, the Yes for Minneapolis amendment would replace the city's police department with the Department of Public Safety that would dispatch crisis managers or social workers to respond to emergencies before police officers. Hmm. Wow. That's in Minneapolis. Yeah. That's a big yeah, that's crime huge, reform bill there. Talk about change. Mm. Wow. Uh, yeah. Something has Your to thoughts, be done. Steve? I don't, well, something has to be done. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't understand exactly what they're saying, but at least they're trying to sh- shoot for something that gets more accountability, maybe some more eyeballs on the scene. Something. Yeah, they're not saying the police won't be there, but these people will be there before the police come. Yeah, Yeah, but Social you need work. them police too now. You know? Yeah, the police are coming. Yes, you do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you absolutely do. And you need proper training for both. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For That's both. the biggest thing. I yeah. think it's the training of these police officers. And I think there's, I think, like, for example, Chauvin had so many citations before yeah. He murdered this man. And Mm -hmm. so there's no consequences. Mm -hmm. It's just the police get to just do what the hell they want to do. Right. Because they're a police officer. And that that sense of invincibility, it carries out itself. And thank God for phone cameras now. But see, I'm an old cat, man. I've seen it a a thousand times when there was no Mm -hmm. cameras to capture it. Right. Y'all see what he did? You, Mm -hmm. You ticked him in his mouth. Shut up. Get back. We got nothing. This been right. happening to black people, man. This is not new. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's part of the frustration that I have because I'm I'm just sick of this fight. I'm exhausted from it, and I have every right to be tired. Mm-hmm. And but for those of you that are not in the fight, you would be tired too if it were happening to you. To you. Yes. Mm-hmm. All facts. I was watching yes, an interview. Sir. Uh, one time and a black guy asked a white lady who was a uh, pro-Trump and all this here. Mm-hmm. He said, let me ask you a question. Well, black people need to stop complaining so much, blah, 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 blah. He said, he said, let me ask you a question. Would you be willing for two weeks to just trade places with a random black person? Mm-hmm. Just for two weeks. Got quiet, didn't Well, any way I answered that, it's not going to be a win-win. Uh, no, I'm not talking Tell the about. Truth. No, no, you can't trade with uh, yeah. Beyonce or you know, you know Rihanna. You can't trade with a oh, woman. No, 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 a random black person, Quincy, and she had no reply because okay. they know it's it's like the great uh, white activist and I forgot her name, but she did that big speech on a college campus and said, "Raise your hand, raise your hand." If, you, if you're white and you're willing to trade places with black people, raise your hand. Not a soul raised their hand. No. Jane Elliott. Yeah. yeah. Jane yeah. Elliott. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, re- I saw that. Because they know. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Don't nobody no. want to sign up for this. No. Yeah. <laughs> nobody. Unless you unless you born into it. You don't want to sign up for so, this. So, you know, comes with something. the greatness of this country, man, I've been questioning for a long time and never, no, never more so than now. I just think this country is built on hypocrisy. And until you admit it now, you erasing slavery from history books and what Martin Luther King from history books is because you're trying to clear your conscience. You only can fix mistakes when you admit to them. That's right. So vote today, please. Go to whenweallvote.org to check your voting status. Know your voting rights. You have to vote. You have the right to vote, and your vote matters. Okay? Yeah, I got to get out here and vote today. Yep, go me here too. Vote for mm-hmm. mayor. Me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, coming up next, it is the nephew with today's prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, one stressed out mama. (laughs) We'll get into that in just a bit. Uh, But right now, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Nev? Chopper's funeral. Chopper's funeral. Cat dog, if you would. (laughs) Chopper's. Hello? Uh, Yeah, I'm trying to reach uh, James. James. Hey, this this is uh Gerald. Uh, I I was a friend of uh uh your your friend Chopper. Yeah, yeah, huh. And Chopper just uh passed away last week, right? Yeah, he did. Uh, I know they supposed to have a funeral and stuff over at uh at Mount Baptist Church, and uh I, I don't really know you, but me me and me and Chopper and a bunch of the rest of us, man, we used to hang out at the club. Not too far from the house, you know. That's pretty much where yeah. Chopper was all the time at the, mm-hmm. at the club. Yeah. Anyway, what bunch of us was over at the club talking, man? And I was, we was really wanting to reach out to one of the family members, you know. And then somebody said you was, you know, kind of a good friend of his. Mm-hmm. And well, we 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 decided to call you and see if you didn't mind. Do you think that you can talk to uh some of the family members and? See if they don't mind having the funeral at the club. At the club. What, what, see what I'm. Let me let me try to explain something to you, uh, Jane. Is what we're trying to do is see. We believe well, that we believe. Well, you, you said at the club. Come on, the club. There's a funeral. What? I, that's what I, and I understand it. But see, see, Chopper, Chopper ain't really go to church a whole lot. You know what I'm saying? He ain't really really go long as I've been knowing him. Now, he loved the Lord and stuff like that. Yeah, well, but these are church-going folks. They yeah, want a funeral. But I understand, but see, Chopper wasn't. Chopper wasn't. Chopper went to the club. So what I'm asking you is, let's have a funeral at the club. Hell no, bro. Come on. We can't have no funeral at no club, man. Come on. No, no. I okay, get, but, I but what, what I'm saying is, though, is that he wasn't really... He wasn't really no church going person. I believe that a person ought to be uh uh, uh the last words ought to be said over him in a place he's more familiar with. You know what I'm saying? Player, player. No, I, I don't I don't know what you mean, player. No, this this gotta be a funeral. This 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 is church for I go to church and all my folks go to church. No, we, we, we gotta do this thing up in church. This this is a church thing. But you don't you don't feel but do you understand where I'm coming from? No, that man ought to go on. And, and the last words ought to be in a place he more familiar with. Now, if he went to church, then I understand that. You see no, what I'm saying? No, bro. Hell no, no. See, it's, it's his chance to get himself right. 
we don't we don't have them up in church in, in front of everybody. You know, that don't make sense. Who's this again? I mean, who are you? My, my name's Gerald. But, but who is Gerald? I mean, how do you, how do you relate to this? Are, are you a preacher or are you? No, no, no. Where are you? No, 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 no. I'm I'm I was friends with Chopper, and see, I hung out at the club and still hang out there with um a whole bunch of you know was real good friends with Chopper, and we were saying that you know. Chopper's the last words about Chopper ought to be said at the club because see that's what Chopper was. But five six days a week, that's what Chopper was. Yeah, but what church are you affiliated with? I mean, what? what why the hell would I, I I I try to talk to the family, make me look stupid in front of the family, telling them to put the thing in a club? How the f- that gonna go off? Well, well, see, see, that's what I'm saying. You know them way more than we do because yeah, see but they. F- you talking about? trying to move from a damn funeral at a church to a damn nightclub or a strip club or something. No, it's not no strip club. It's just a nightclub. Well, it's the same thing, ain't it? I mean, you talking about having folks travel from across the country and meeting in the damn club. What kind of that? But that's and what Chopper was. That's what Chopper was. How the I'm going to look if I'm the one telling them to move this to the damn club? You're going to look like somebody that's trying to... I'm going to look like a... Food. No, you're not. You're gonna look like somebody's trying to keep it real. I can't even come to the damn funeral if I was to do some like that. Okay, okay. Let me ask you this here. Then. Let me ask you this here, uh, Jane. Do you think? Do you think you can uh, maybe get the body and bring it over to the club? No, hell no. Well, I'm just saying before they even do the funeral or whatever. Oh you... hell no! I ain't touching. I'm scared to walk in the dog by myself. What the I'm gonna touch the body for? Hell no. We're just trying to say our last words at Chopper Man in a place that Chopper uh, most. No, hell Again, who the f*** are you? How the f*** you get my number? They, the, somebody at the club had your number said you was friends. Why the f*** y'all call me, of all folk? Because why the f*** y'all call me? They say you good, you in with the family, you can I talk. I am in with the family, but I ain't in with the family make me look stupid. Hell no. Won't y'all, I give y'all the number to the family. Y'all call the family. Y'all tell them that yourself man i want i just want trying to get you to bring the body by man and let us no i ain't touching no dead body we just want to have one last drink with chopper well, man you have one with your boys and you you, you get together with them and, and y'all talk about about him and, 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 and let him know how chopper was what kind of person he was what kind of person he but we need now. to we want chopper to be there this chopper this is chopper you talking about man y'all this... bring y'all to the church y'all need to be up in the church we want to have Chopper at the club where we man, know. Come on, man, y'all full of the Where we y'all know. Ain't gonna f- my up and have my looking like a fool at a damn funeral. But, but that's about Chopper, though. And damn right it's about Chopper. You bring Chopper to that club. Y'all tripping, man. I ain't doing I'm just going to this funeral. I'm going to tell the family what I think about Chopper, and I'm moving on. If y'all want to act crazy in front of the family, y'all call the family y'all self and do that. Look, I got one more thing I want to say. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your boy. (laughs) (laughs) This Nephew Tommy, man, from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your boy told me to prank you. Man, y'all full of man. I just know y'all ain't did this. This is Nephew Tommy, man. Your boy. Hey man, oh. I got one more thing to ask you, man. Oh, what man. is 
What is the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> Man, what you think? know what we think. Man. I mean, it made sense, though, didn't it, to have, a, you know, the no. funeral at the club? That's what Chopper used to be at. That don't make sense to y'all? One last drink with Chopper. Man. Yeah. No. 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 Hell no. 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 We just interviewed Master P not too long ago. He no limit. No, I'm no limit. What, what's the problem? See, Junior. See, Junior. Tommy can't see what other people see. And so Tommy operates from his viewpoint, which is low. What? What's yeah. That's a short term. Yeah. Low. All this comes from height restrictions. You know. <laughs> oh, boy. He can't see what he do to other people because he can't see the expression on their face at the time. If you're staring at somebody's shirt all the damn time, it's hard to look up and see how they I'm not feel. Laughing, Tommy. Get your face out their chest. Boy, you can no, see the hurt in some people. That was great. I'm greatness. not laughing, Tommy. I'm not. I'm laughing at something else. I'm not laughing. Yeah, at that. whatever, sir. I could care I less. Am. I could care less. Hey, I got. I got to brag real quick. I went to my son's baseball game Sunday. Oh, mm-hmm. my God, y'all. So glad I made it. First time ever, Jordan, nicknamed J-Dub, rocks that ball over the fence. First time ever. I got the baseball. I watched Aww. my boy do his thing. J-Dub, yeah. y'all. y'all he hit a home run. Home yeah. run. He hit a oh, home run. Congratulations. Yes, sir. Jordan, build it. Come up on that air, Jordan. <laughs> Hey man, hey man, I want to be the first to offer to manage Jordan because he has a future. And y'all know how emotional you are. I don't want you messing up none of the contracts. So I'm going <laughs> to offer to manage my great nephew. I will step out of the way and let that happen. <laughs> All right, guys, congratulations to Jordan. Thank you, nephew. Uh, coming up next, Strawberry Letter subject one stressed out mama. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. With all of the festivities around the corner, we teamed up with our friends at Goal Series from Pantene to help you create a new you for the holidays. We've got your chance to win $1,500 to cover a new hairdo, plus clothes, plus a hair care gift basket from Goal Series from Pantene. Enter and get rules at steveharveyfm.com. No matter how you work your hair, Goal Series works hard while you work wonders. Works better because it's made better. Get all the info at steveharveyfm.com. All right. And uh, it is time now for today's Strawberry Letter. If you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. Hmm, we could be reading yours right now. You never know. That one could be yours. Mm-hmm. All right. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. All right, subject one, stressed out mama. Dear Stephen Shirley, I've been married for six years and I have two children under age five. I work full time and I tutor children in our home on Mondays and Wednesdays. My husband's job has him traveling 80% of the time, so that leaves me with the children a lot. Thanks heavens, I have relatives close by that can help me with my children. In August, my husband was out of town for a week and I was stressed out with being a mom and businesswoman. My coworkers suggested I get a sensual massage to help me relax and stay centered. I decided to try it and the masseuse said he would come to my home. 
We sat and talked, and he was engaging and seemed interested in stuff that stresses me out. Then he told me to take deep breaths and close my eyes, and he undressed me and guided me to the massage table and laid me back. When I opened my eyes, he had taken his clothes off too, and he was staring into my eyes right through my soul. He started massaging every inch of my body, and it was sensual and satisfying. After he finished, he said I could pay in cash or cash app. I booked an appointment for the next day and the day after that and the day after that. We eventually started having the best sex in my living room on his massage table. My marriage has improved since I started seeing him regularly, but he's expensive, and soon I won't be able to justify it if my husband looks at our account. I've asked him for a discount, and he says I'm one stressed-out mama, and he has to give me the full package each time. Do I keep seeing this man for stress management, or should I go see a real therapist? Well, you know what? I think what? you do know the answer to that, but in case you need a little help, we'll help you out here. Uh, because this is a lot, and, and you know this is wrong, what you're doing. You do realize that you're having a whole affair in the living room of your house that you share with your husband, okay? I know he's out of town a lot, but he does come home at some point. And uh, I, I don't care what you call it. I don't care if you call it a sensual massage, entanglement, whatever you call it. You are having sex with a man that is not your husband in your house, okay? You can't justify this. This is cheating, we all get stressed out from time to time, but um, we don't fix it by possibly ruining our marriages and relationships with a sensual massage, having sex in our living rooms. You know, come on. Steve and I, are, we're, we're not condoning this. We're not condoning your actions. You've put, you, you've, you've put yourself and your little masseuse in harm's way by doing this. The crazy part is you're paying him and he won't even give you a discount. This is crazy. I say stop this before your husband finds out and kills you both when he opens that living room door. You know, if you want to de-stress, take a yoga class or a meditation class or something. Anyway, get this man out of your house immediately. Steve? One stressed out mama. Now, when I read this letter, as I was reading it, I want you all to know that I was going somewhere else at first. Mm -hmm. So here's where I went. Dear Shirley, it's Steve and Shirley. I've been married for six years. I have two children under age five. I work full time. I tutor children in our home on Mondays and Wednesdays. My husband's job has him traveling 80% of the time, so that leaves me with the children a lot. Lord Jesus, I'm stressed. First things we're going to do is them other damn kids that's coming over on Monday and Wednesday, they ass finna be stupid. I'm not finna help them learn the damn thing. Tutoring is over. You can get half the stress out your life trying to help these other people, dumb ass little kids. That ain't your business. If tutoring kids is stressing you out, stop tutoring everybody else's kids. Raise your own ignorant children. That is a hard job, raising your own ignorant children. Why do you have these extra damn kids coming to your house on Monday and Wednesday and you there by yourself can't get no help? That's why I was going with this letter. That's where you were going. That builds character. It did it for me. 
<laughs> really, Steve, really. Get an F, get a D, learn how to recover. That's what's wrong with these punk-ass kids now. You don't let these kids have to recover from nothing, getting them tutors and teaching them how to be good. Let them learn how to fail a couple times. A couple F, straighten your ass out. We make it too easy. Get you somewhere. You make it too damn easy. You tired of getting a D. Let D is a passing. <laughs> a D means you're doing poorly. Poorly. You was failing, now you're doing poorly. That's progress. Let their ass learn progress. That's what I wanted this letter to be about. <laughs> However. Stop getting your kids help at school. So what? Mm. I said up here, one of my grandkids got uh, a diagnosed dyslexic. Let him read it again. <laughs> I can relate. <laughs> if you see right. letters backwards, read it till you see it right. <laughs> that ain't no word. Respell it. Respell it. All right, can you learn yourself on. some? So we'll have part two of Steve's what he calls his real response coming up in 23 minutes after the hour. Today's strawberry letter subject: one stressed out mama. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. The subject, one stressed out mama. All right, so if you were here for my last response, I'm just going to go real quickly because that ain't what it's about. Lady been married six years, got two kids under five. She worked full time and she two the kids and they home. That's why she's stressed out and the husband gone 80% of the time. I said you can kill half the stress by stop letting them ignorant ass kids in your house on Monday Wednesdays. That ain't yours. Stop helping other people's kids. It's hard enough raising your kids. They kids just finna be stupid. That's all this while I'm saying is. You ain't finna come down here. I'm not finna tutor you through a damn thing. F's and D's is good. It builds character in people. Look at me. I know. I was a child who suffered a lot with this. D's and F's. I failed a lot and I became poorly. When I got a C, I got a bike. I'm telling you, my daddy took me through the process. I got a C, I got a bike. That taught me to work yourself through some problems. I never once had a tutor. We ain't never went to counseling and stuff. I got ass whippings was my counseling. <laughs> now, now that we've got that out the way, here's the real problem. Mm-hmm. A co-worker suggested that to deal with the stress, she get some sensual massages to help her relax and stay centered. So she tried it. And I don't know how she thought it was a good idea to have a man as a masseuse. I keep telling women that ain't what we do. If we the masseuse and you fine, we gonna want something. It's just automatic. If your masseuse is massaging you and you fine, he gonna want you. So she invites him over to the house. They sat and talked. He was engaged and he seemed interested in stuff that stressed me out. Then he told me to take deep breaths and close my eyes. He undressed me and guided me to the massage table and laid me back. Mm. What? Mm. This, you know how much effort I done put into this right here? And not being a masseuse? But check this out. When I opened my eyes, he had taken his clothes off too. Let me tell you something. That's skill right there. Let me tell you something. That's hard to do. That's hard to undress her and you, and she don't know you undressing. That boy got skills. This ain't his first time. I got how you got her clothes off. And she take a deep breath with her eyes shut. But how you got yours off, too? Boy, you was at work. Congratulations, dog. Slick move. That's be a cold tape you could release. How to undress two people and don't nobody know it. Uh, He was, uh, anyway, and he started to massage every inch of my body. So I know what I meant. That means there was a lot of thumb work involved with this massage. A lot of loose thumbs. 
That's yes. our specialty when we give him massages. <laughs> yeah. Loose <laughs> thumbs. <laughs> Thumb work. I'm telling you, it's effective. Thumb work. Anyway, this is what happened. It was sensual and satisfying. And after he finished, I see he said, I can pay cash and cash out. Now, in her mind, she don't give a damn how you want it. I do a bank wire at this point because you just did something to me that was so special. How you want this money? I rob a bank. I can hold up. It's under my mattress. It could have got this money. Anyway, I booked an appointment for the next day. And the day after that and the day after that. We eventually started having the best sex in my living room on his massage table. Oh, he came in the door knowing what this was. It wasn't even about the massages no more. Mm. Now, here's where the letter get tricky. My marriage has improved since I started seeing him regularly. But he, lady, stop. <laughs> Did you oh. say my marriage has improved she since I started seeing him regularly? Your marriage ain't improved. You just don't give a damn no more. <laughs> Listen to me. Your marriage has not improved. You just don't give a damn no more. I tell you what, this is how I know the, how effective these massages is. You booked him the next day, the next day, and the next day. So I guess some kids coming over, that's out. They don't come over no more. <laughs> we, mm. we ain't tutoring no more. We ain't tutoring no more. That's what I thought. Because now you in here getting your ass just massaged to death. Every square inch of you. And you're paying for it. Jiggle <laughs> Pimps up. You saw the special on HBO. Pimps up. Yeah. Yes. You down. You saw the special. Huh. <laughs> what we talking about? Mm-hmm. Pay for it if you want it. Prostitution is no the oldest profession in the beginning. Now, you got him over here so good, you telling this man you ain't going to be able to keep this up if your husband look at your account. I've asked him for a discount, and he said you want stressed out mama. He got to give you the full package each time. How you going to get a discount from me and while I'm in here providing all this stress-free information? You ain't stressed out no more. You ain't a tutor no more. You ain't you ain't married no more. I let you forget everything. That's full price. I don't give discounts. I've got bread to drag this table out of the trunk of my car. You know how heavy the table is? I live in an apartment. I got to pull it down these steps, load it in the car, get out here, come up in here, set this table up in your house, close all these curtains in here and stuff, step over, hide all these toys and stuff these kids got out here. Because both the kids is under five. I got to put kids in the toy chest because I got to get naked in here. I can't be stepping on these Legos and all this here. I'm in here (laughs) doing too much work. I can't give you no damn discount. Then I got to climb up on this table and everything, all on you and all like this here. Huh. (laughs) Then you don't want to do right sometime. (laughs) (laughs) So I got to talk you into stuff. Mm, I don't have no discount for you. (laughs) It's a lot. And I don't have no advice for this letter in this lady because I told you in the beginning, just stop having them damn kids over. But you done replaced them kids with a grown-ass man. (laughs) (laughs) Coming up next, Junior and Sports Talk at 46 Minutes After, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, Junior is here with Sports Talk. What you got, Junior? 
All right, Shirley, before I get to that, let me just remind you to go to kearshope.org if you're in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. That's kearshope.org because I'm helping families this Christmas. I need some families, so I need 10 families. That's what we're looking for, 10 families. Go to kearshope.org. If you have somebody with sickle cell and they're going to have a rough Christmas, let me know. Junior Claus is on the way. kearshope.org. Thank you. All right, Unc, here it is tonight, Game 6 of the World Series. Have you been watching? Yeah. Yeah, I've been watching. Yeah. Yeah. Baseball hard, man. It is. Uh, Baseball is hard. Now, I'm going to tell you something, man. Uh, The Braves didn't win it in Atlanta. No. Yeah. It might not get back. Yeah. It might not get back. Last two games. Well, if there's two games in Houston. It's two games. It's, it's, wow. If it's two games time. You got to win. The Astros got to win tonight. The Atlanta leads the series 3-2. to two. Starting pitchers tonight will be Max Fried and Luis Garcia. All don't I know, know for Houston. one of them. <laughs> all I know, Houston just don't put Valdez back in the game. That's all mm-hmm. we know. Don't oh let him pitch God. no more. Nothing. He's serving. He's giving up home runs. Like, he played oh. for them. <laughs> <laughs> Man. I'm like, what is you doing? Dog, he gave up a grand slam Sunday night, and the game before that, he gave away two home runs for that. So this man just gave up three home runs in the World Series. Please don't put him back in the game. Tommy, our boy got the Well, at least tonight, he throws strikes. Yeah, he got that down. I'll tell you mm. one thing, Tommy. Uh, I know you can relate, Tommy. Who your favorite player on the Astros? Come on. <sighs> Altuve. Yo, it's it's, it's Altuve. It's Altuve. I Shut up. It I is Altuve. Shorty. You know what? the hell with shortest y'all. man on the team. <laughs> hell yeah, I know good hell well. That's your favorite player. <laughs> Altuve's <laughs> a beast. <laughs> yeah. All the I same size. I know he is. He is a beast. <laughs> yeah, he is. They're hanging out there, I'm man. Not you laughing, say, hey, I'm laughing. hey, man, you stay else. with them little ass people, Tommy. Don't you, don't you, don't you let up? Because we got jokes. Me and my and boy stuff going to the game show. tonight. I'm going tonight. So when we oh, yeah, good, man. Yeah, you and yeah. home run hitting Jordan, huh? Y'all going to the yes, game sir. together? And, and he makes sure we go early so we can catch the practice. Yeah, oh, you got cool. to go and y'all take early. a picture. All three of y'all take a picture together. You, you, your son, and our two and let us give us a picture. Let us guess who who. Who's the shortest? <laughs> but who gonna be the shortest? No, we ain't got just 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 send a picture so we can play who who. Guess who who. <laughs> who's who? Who's who, man? So it's gonna be a good game tonight, man. Hopefully we get down to game seven. We'll see what happens, man. But the World Series has been good though. It's been a really good one. Hey Junior, Dusty Baker, Dusty's a bad boy, man. I you love know Dusty what he Baker, doing. man. I'll give him that Dusty Baker. No, sir. That's the only reason I wouldn't be mad if Houston won. Yeah, yeah. He's Dusty a legend. Yeah. Do it for Dusty. There we go. All right, Thank Junior. <laughs> Thank you, as always. Coming up at the top of the hour, Steve is going to check his voicemail, 877-29-STEVE, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's go check your voicemail, 877-29-STEVE, if you want to talk. Are you ready? All right, let's go to line one. And uh, this one's from Horton. He's from Detroit. He's planning a trip for his birthday. Hello, Steve. How you doing? Me and my wife are planning on going to Miami for my birthday on the 19th of uh, November. I know that you're clever, and I was looking for your input on a good itinerary so I could blow my wife's wig back. You know, I'm working with the income of about $2,500 use on that trip. So I know that it's multitude of wisdom and counsel. And uh, with you and I being the same age, and I'm from Detroit, 
you know, game understand game, player understand player, and I still like to, you know, do the right thing by my wife. Appreciate you, man. Okay, cool. Here's what you do, man. Get on uh, TripAdvisor, the one of them uh, websites that get the rooms at a discount. You want to stay right on South Beach. Ain't no need of messing around. They got discounts up there, man, especially during this time of the year. Stay right on South Beach. Hotel Delanor, you know, the Ritz. Stay right on South Beach, man, where you can walk out on that water. Uh, then what you want to do is you want to tell the hotel it's kind of a special time for you and you like a special table for dinner one evening and uh, have her, you know, with a vase with a couple of flowers in it, stuff like that, you know, and a special dinner with a card with a printed menu on it with with y'all's names on the Aston Hotel. Can they print the menu up for you and bring it to the table and tell it you have a special selected menu? That don't cost no extra. Hotels like to do stuff like that. It's got your name on it, her name on it. Happy anniversary, happy birthday, happy love day, whatever you want to call it. That's your special dinner. I want you to do some walks out on the beach. That don't cost you nothing. And uh, just spend the weekend out there on South Beach, man, walking up and down the beach. And that one dinner and that special dinner will blow their mind. She'll never forget it, man. And then if you can, dog, if you can, buy and pack a pair of shoes that you bought for her before you leave for the trip and pack it in your luggage. They ain't got to be no real expensive shoes. You know, they ain't got to be no Christian Louboutins or nothing like that. But you just need to buy her a new pair of shoes that you think she like. Something from Nordstrom's or something like that via Spiga. You know, they got some nice name brand shoes you can buy to give a real sexy look that look more expensive than they cost. Pack the shoes up and then uh, the the to, the night before you do the dinner, give her the shoes and ask her to wear the shoes to dinner. And then when you get to the dinner, you had a dinner laid out the way I explained it to you. You can do that for $2,500 all day, player. Nice. Keep all it pimping. Right. And the reason I love you, man, because my best friend's name is Marvelous Marvin Hart. Oh, Hart. Really? Boy, it means a lot to me. Marvelous Marvin Hart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. All right. Sandwiches uh, with that, too. Line two. Uh, today is Election Day, Steve, and this caller is frustrated with Washington, D.C. Hello. D.C. doesn't just mean District of Columbia. It means daycare. You see what the Senate is doing? We got them two Democrats. That need to go ahead and help pass this infrastructure. One is running. All you see when the camera's on her, like Senator Simmer, when she runs, all you see is the back of her head. Won't say anything. And West Virginia Senator Manchin, he just keep talking. We need to work harder, but he's not saying what he's looking for. And at all of this is going on. Thank you for taking my call, and you have an awesome one. Well, brother, I understand your frustration. I agree with you wholeheartedly. We have two problems here. Democrats can't agree to be Democrats. The Republicans have one platform and they stay to it. And as far as Manchin goes from West Virginia, he is a wolf in sheep's clothing. He's really a Republican posing as a Democrat. That's all it is to it. He's really a Republican posing as a Democrat. He opposes everything Democrats do. Stop lying, please. Get out of here. I'm so sick of D.C. with you, dog. 
<laughs> All right. Thank you for your phone calls. We'll have more of today's trending stories on the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 20 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, as we've been mentioning all morning, today is election day. We need you to go vote because why? Your vote matters. You matter. And listen, it is illegal for anyone to try to stop you from voting, okay? If you experience any intimidation, coercion, threats, false information about voting requirements, if you experience any of that, Report it to Election Protection. That number is 866-687-8683 immediately. Now, intimidation may include physically blocking entrance to voting, cursing at people waiting to vote, coercion. That may include offering money to vote for a certain person, threats, including comments such as your family will be deported if you vote, false information about voting, anything like that, okay? We want you to go out and vote, but if you experience any of it, we got something for that too. 866-687-8683. That is election protection. All right? Mm -hmm. I mean, can you imagine standing in line to vote and someone's cursing at you? (laughs) But you know. Oh, I ain't got no problem with that. Oh, we cussing? Oh, okay, cool. And you're not going to believe what I got for you. That's all. You can't discourage me with cussing. Cussing right. is encouraging to me. <laughs> a, oh, if you cussing it. at me, you must. Oh, okay. That's what we do. I ain't got no problem cussing your ass smooth back out. I ain't got okay. no problem with that at all. I've never let a person down if that's what you want. <laughs> oh, right. we cussing each other out? And we ain't got no problem with that. More of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up yeah. at 33 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, it is time for yet another round of Would You Rather. Here we go. Okay. Would you rather never get tired, just keep going and going and going like the Energizer Buddy, Bunny, never get tired, or would you rather never have to go to the bathroom? And just be stopped up? Well, no. I I mean, nothing will happen to you. Just, you know, those are your choices. Nothing's going to happen. I'd rather never be tired. I'm going to go with that. Yeah. Yeah. Never get this, tired. Just never have to go to the bathroom. I don't know. I just forever to the never bathroom. Go to the bathroom. One, of, one of the great joys I've had. You look forward to it. Going to the bathroom. That's the whole feeling of it. When it's going right, oh, man. Woo. Oh, Lord. It's a knee-buckling experience. You know, see, ladies, y'all sit down to go to the bathroom. We stand uh-huh. up. You ever been standing there and your knees buckle? You know how good that feels? Woo! <laughs> I'm talking about yeah, when your knees okay. buckle, when you've been trying to ho- get this one out, and then they finally get you. Know, <laughs> yeah. Oh no, I like that feeling right there. No. And lean a little bit too. You no. Know, yeah. I got to go to the bathroom soon. We get off the air. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. <laughs> I play That's word really, walk. Really, you know. Really TMI and yeah, oversharing. Yeah, play word walk. You know, go through what? emails and stuff. You know, I, I got it's, stuff to do in my bathroom. Well, I do a lot of business in the bathroom. You know? Yeah, I got a TV in my bathroom. I watch Sports Center. Oh, I don't like watching first. I don't like watching first take in there because Stephen A. be hollering at me too much. I'm like, hey, hey, I'm in the bathroom, dog. <laughs> you hollering? I don't need all that. Tone it down. <laughs> yeah, too much. I'm already in here struggling a little bit. And you in here hollering at me, too? Go ahead. What else you got, sure? All right. All right. Would you rather Would you rather go through your whole life being the most hilarious person, the most hilarious person in the world, 
Or would you rather go through your life being the most intelligent person? Oh, hell no. Oh, hell no. I'd rather be the you most hilarious smart person. Most hilarious. Hey. Most hilarious. Hell, because you yeah. make money off that. You can't make money because you know stuff. You can't you know make money many... off being intelligent? What? Man, you know how many broke-ass smart people I know? <laughs> what the Give me these damn people. jokes, man. I don't want to hear this. Thing. Give me these jokes. I can turn these jokes. Broke, funny people. Well, I ain't one of them, so excuse me. <laughs> so I, I done seen, I done, jokes, jokes work for me. I'm not, uh-uh. Man, no law. Hilarious. Oh, we no, let me tell you something. All, damn near all the money I make is off these jokes. Damn near yeah. all of them. So, no, I'm not finna be the smartest person. I don't give a damn about that. A bunch of, bunch of smart-ass broke people sitting around. Know every damn thing. Tommy? I'm with A. Yeah. I'm okay. with A. Hey, how you gonna be, be smart? Asking somebody that stupid to be smart. Hey. <laughs> the intelligent answer was to choose A. And you see, I'm really both of them. No, it wasn't. What we do? All right. <laughs> got no choice. <laughs> Coming up, it is our last break of the day. Thank you, guys. Smart. Coming up, it's our last break of the day. Who and we'll have some closing remarks smart? from Steve Harvey for at 49 minutes after, <laughs> right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we are, our last break of the day on this Tuesday. Make sure you go out and cast your vote today. Yes. Please. All right. Please, Local. just go vote you know, today. Yeah. We need Voting you. is important, man. I know it's frustrating everybody. I know we're mm-hmm. sick of the way politics is ran, but it's the system we have. And because of the last election, last president, we really proved something. And I don't want us to revert. I don't want us to go back. We are from now on engaged in the political process. And we from now on are the deciding factor. You will not ignore us anymore. All these measures of voter suppression, they're not going to work. They're just not going to work. So let's, look, we know their specialty is voter suppression. We know the only way they can try to make things work out for them is through voter suppression. You know why? Because the last census came out. And they are in the minority. And they realize this. And they're never going to get the majority title back. So what they're constantly trying to do is find a way for the minority to rule the majority. And they'll do anything. You know, I was having a conversation with a friend of mine who's a minister. He's a big minister up in Cleveland. There's a big church. And he was talking about how ashamed he was of the Southern Evangelical uh, Christian group. How they don't vote for people and how they've thrown their support behind Trump. And I was just reminding my friend that, see, the whole thing is a hoax. It's a mask that they've presented. The whole thing is a hoax. And they use religion to perpetrate the hoax. And the way they control the Southern uh, evangelicals, which isn't hard to do, but they use a few things that they consider morally correct to try to guide their vote. And the number one thing is abortion. Their number one thing is abortion. But here's the hoax of it. 
act like the right don't get abortions. You act like Republicans don't get abortions. You act like Southern evangelicals don't get abortions. I'm sorry. You do. And there's no evidence or facts that say you don't. Because you do. You know why you do? Because you're human. That's why you do. That's why everybody's guilty of everything. Because we are all human. The other thing they try to throw up in your face is they fight so hard against gay rights. Excuse me. People on the right are gay also. Let's stop the hypocrisy. Our children gay, your children gay, our parents gay, your parents gay. We gay, you gay. Everybody gay. There are no facts that substantiate that there are more gays on the left than on the right. Stop playing with it. Stop holding these things in, 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 and, and the mask that you put on to create the Republican Party. Illegal immigration. We're against illegals coming. I can promise you this. There are more illegals hired by the right than the left. That is a fact. Because you are the minority, but you are the rich and the powerful. And how do you think you stay rich and powerful? By undercutting wages. This isn't new to you. That's how you build America. You build America with slaves. Why would you not build America with illegal aliens? Are you kidding me? You think you've stopped learning the way you were taught? Your forefathers did this, man. This is how this country was built. But you create the facade and you use these things to control the Southern evangelicals. But here's the problem. The Southern evangelicals supported slavery. When I was in the slave castles in Ghana, which was one of the emotional things I've ever done in my life, one of the most emotional things, they showed how they kept the Africans in these dungeons in complete darkness, in their own feces and urine, and they kept them in these tight quarters, and they moved them closer to the gate of no return. And each two weeks or month, you had to go into the next room that was closer to the final door that got you onto the slave ship. And they changed the size of the door every time you went to the next uh, room after you stayed in there for a week or two. And if you didn't fit through the door, you went back and they starved you some more so you could come and fit through the door. By the time you went through the three different chambers, by the time you got to the final door to get on the slave ship, Everybody that could fit through that door so we could pack X amount of people on these slave ships. That's what they did. And the whole time they were doing that, you know what they were pumping down? They had the little vent cut up in the sound while they was having church. While they was having church. And you know who was having church? Slave owners. You know where the slave owners was from? The South. And you expect them to act different today? because they called themselves evangelicals. They was, they was evangelicals when they was involved in the slave trade. I'm not surprised by none of this, and neither should you be. 
Get your faith in God. Stop worrying about all these people. But we're going to vote, though, so we can get rid of them. We get rid of them by voting. See you at the polls. We vote in all elections now. All y'all going. Bye. Have a nice day. God loves you, no matter what they say. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 